You have a car. Yeah, but some of the like, if I do want to get back out to the, you know, to the to the mics and stuff, uh, save a little oh, bit of gas. <laughs> welcome, oh, welcome everybody to the post game pod <laughs> with what it do, baby. That is an AJ Braheja. What it do, baby. We're here. We're here. We got another another NBA pod. You know, we're in the we're in the thralls of this NFL season is about to kick off. College football is about to kick off. Training camps are open. Yet here we are talking about basketball. What are what's wrong with us? You you know what my motto is mentally and physically tough. Players who play smart and love to compete. You know my motto. Yeah, the the, the Los Angeles Rams motto, you know? The Ramily. Hey, you got hey, one thing you got to make sure as a football player, you got to check in with your mental health, huh? With your emotional and mental health. Whatever's left of your mental, you know, ability. <laughs> yeah, whatever ha- you hasn't been scrambled during training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah. hasn't been, you know. Yeah. garbled. So that that's that so that was printed on the back of a Rams t-shirt. Yeah, I think they were probably handing it out at the so at camp. Do you remember a a, a character on uh, on Saturday Night Live from the from like the early nineties called Stuart Smalley? I don't. So he was like this self help guru played by uh, former Senator L. Franken. Okay. And uh, so he would have like this talk show. Michael Jordan was on. It was a very funny. It was a very funny skit that they would do. And at the end of each show. Uh, he would grab his guests and and tell him to look into a mirror and say, so and so, so and so, because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and God damn it, people like me. So that's this is what the Rams are doing: positive affirmations, dude. Well, apparently McVeigh's like super into this this season. He's like really jazzed up. Wasn't isn't he a, a okay? So like a season removed for two seasons removed from winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. A season removed from contemplating retirement after he won the Super Bowl? Yep. And now he's all in. Yeah, now he's all in. Oh, man, I'd hate to be this guy's girlfriend. His wife, his wife. His (laughs) wife's a model, a model. So. Hey, she's lucky to be with him. Looks fade. Looks fade. Coaching ability never does. Ask uh, Belichick. Billy B. (laughs) Oh man, making the big bucks. You know who else is making the big bucks? Not us. Jalen yep. Brown. Oh, yep. Yep. It finally got done. I you know, so where uh sometimes you get behind on podcasts, right? Uh-huh. So I like was listening to like the mismatch or one of the podcasts, and they were like, Oh yeah, you know, um something's going on, you know, why hasn't he signed it? Something's up. And then, like, after, like, literally a day later, he had, like, signed it, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, like... The biggest guess. the biggest contract extension in NBA history, I mean, up to this point, $304 million over five years. That's that's insane. I guess the big debate was, uh, do, does he deserve it? I mean, would you pay Jalen Brown? Like, if he was on your team, would you pay? I mean, it's like... What it, other, like... Everybody says that, but it's like, what are the other options? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you weren't just going to let him go. Exactly. And it's like, it's the cost of it's it's the cost of doing business in the NBA with these players. Yeah, like, listen, you can get them, and then you can trade them. They uh, that's how that's how that's how it goes. <laughs> he's yeah, not like, going to be there all five years. Yeah, there's no way he's going to be there for like probably three of the years, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then trade him like if they don't go to the finals this coming up year like he's probably like it might be time to trade him like blow it up time you know so and and i mean yeah they have to say the biggest contract extension in nba history but it's 2023 i mean before that somebody like mike conley was signing for like 120 or something like that and that was the biggest contract extension you know what i mean so it's like it's 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 inflation it's time it's teams are going to be making more money owners are going to be making more money so it's like it's it, it only makes sense yeah yeah it, it it just this is just the the way it is like 
I remember Lamar Jackson, he just signed the biggest extension in NFL history. Literally, um, like two days later, Justin Herbert signed for one, like $1 more or something, or like $1 million more. Like, you know, so yeah. it, it's, you know, that's just the way it is. The way it is. And plus, know? like, if they're going to, if they retooled their, uh, their roster, the, uh, the Celtics, the, the way that they retooled it, uh, getting rid of Marcus Smart, bringing in Porzingis, you need, you need Jalen Brown because, you can't mess around with the with the chemistry of the team that much. <laughs> I mean, they lost Grant Williams also, you know. You need the 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 best players you can get that they're able to get, that that team is able to get and just retain the assets. Yep. That's the name of the game. Yes. It, 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 like this is the one thing that's kind of annoying. Yeah, especially it seems like it's more in basketball than anything cuz you have to have like the contracts match and all that. Uh-huh. Is like these players a lot. It's like, oh, you got to retain the asset. Everybody's like, everything's an asset, you know? Yeah. Like, it's kind of weird. It's like, oh, you can't lose the asset. Like every other almost like, I mean, I guess baseball is kind of like this because they have guaranteed contracts. But again, Uh in baseball, you don't have to have contract dollar amounts match or anything. Right. But like. In every other sport, you don't really hear like, "Oh, this you got to retain the asset" kind of deal, you know. Oh, well, dude, in uh, in uh, like I just tangentially pay attention to football, and they've completely diminished the running back position to where it doesn't matter. That's what they're saying. Well, that's uh, what I hear in podcasts. Yeah, they're not paying running backs anymore. Yeah, so basically, what had happened in football is. The running back position, the problem is there's too many good running backs. That's number one. Um, there's too many good ones, right? So, like, why pay this guy $15 million a year when I can get somebody who's probably just as good for, you know, $8 million or something, right, you know? Right, right, and, and... Uh, and And with a salary cap, you have to kind of make those decisions. So that's... right. That's number one. I think also number two is as teams have gotten smarter, they kind of realized, oh, it's more important to have a really good offensive line and a really good, you know, uh, it's better to have a better, it's the running backs more contingent on their offensive line Uh than the running back ability. So if I got to pay this running back X, Y, Z amount, I can't spend that much on the offensive line. And if the offensive line is bad, it doesn't really matter how good my running back is. He's going right. to not have, he's going to have a poor game. So, so I should choose my words more carefully. It's not so much that they're diminishing the, 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 the role of the running back. It's they're diminishing the value of star running backs. Yeah. Like they're not getting paid. And also like the injury thing's a real thing. Like you get beat up playing running back. And so when they go to pay you, they're paying you off of what they think you will do in the future. Well, if you've already played five years and you've already been beaten up for five years, they don't predict you're going to be very valuable for that many more years. So you're going to get, they're not going to give you that crazy high deal. So it's really like, it's, it's like, it's unfortunate, you know, we're, we're like what, 10 years removed from, from uh, that AP era. Yeah, like AP got all this money, like and like the running backs are complaining, but they're kind of like it's kind of ridiculous because like nobody was complaining when the fullback was essentially eliminated from the league. Like, okay. like there's barely any teams with fullbacks now. Nobody's like crying for the fullback. Like, oh, we need to get the fullback back in. You know, um, the problem is like running backs are really fun. A lot of people like running backs. Um, I like watching running backs, but at the end of the day, like if you pay your running back a lot of money and something changed, like your offensive line isn't good all of a sudden, you've pretty much just wasted a ton of money. You know, you just wasted all that. So that's the biggest detriment I would say to running backs. So now they're all, you know, upset and they want to do something about it, but there's really nothing like eventually the league will come around and running backs will become more valuable. Mm -hmm. It'll eventually just, over time, it'll happen, you know, and other positions will become less valuable over time, too. So 
like wide receivers, I suspect wide receivers mm-hmm. are becoming a little, they're going to become similar to the running back. Uh, uh, just because there's so many good wide receivers now. Are there any uh any other in, any other uh murmurings around the NBA uh that that interest you? Um I guess there's some news I guess on Damian Lillard. I oh. guess they, okay, uh-huh. They kind of said like, "Oh, the the Heat are gearing up for an offer that would include three first-round picks plus a bunch of swaps and second-round picks and young players and it's like, all right, like so uh, basically the the offer we thought you would give them anyway, you know, like, oh yeah, you're gonna have to gear up and give them a really good offer. Yeah. So uh here's a tweet from Legion Hoops. This is the 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 report the Heat's offered to the Blazers per Shams Charania. Three to four first round picks, pick swaps, plural, second round picks, plural, Tyler Hero to thirteen, poor Tyler Hero, and expiring contracts and young players. Thoughts? Is he worth that much? I mean, to the Heat, yeah, because they don't have any fucking other options. Yeah. Like this is it. This is their own. This is their last hurrah. That's know? this is literally like so. If Tyler Hero's like Tyler Hero's like a like a like a dollar bill, and then like everything else is like some change. Like I can afford like two dollars, and uh, let me see what else I got jingling in my pocket. Some pick swaps, second round picks. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, it depends who the player is. Like, I think because that's the big thing for them is they want a player, you know. So, I don't know who that player is going to be, you know. So, and the problem is, the the Blazers had a ton of guards, right? They got Shaden Sharp, obviously they got Scoot, um, they got who else they got? They got like, um, they got like two or three. They got three like guards who are like pretty decent, right, on that roster. Uh huh. Um. So they really just don't have a room for hero. Like, so. Um. Hold on. Let me see. Look at this. Uh. Let me look at their roster here. This is terrible radio. I'm looking up a roster. I mean. You I mean, have... so they have. Um. Josh Hart also, right? Right. Oh, no, 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 no. They traded him. No, the Sorry. Knicks have Josh Hart. Yeah, yeah. yeah, hold on. Let me get their current roster. Right, Scoot Henderson. They got Keon Johnson. Um, Shaden Sharp. And for, oh, Simons. That's the guy I was missing. Maurice, uh, Matisse Thibel. Um, So they got Simons, Scoot, Shaden Sharp, right? Um. So they don't really need another guard. They need a uh they need probably a wing player or a power forward. Preferably probably a power forward actually. Yeah. Um, I was uh yeah, so there's some news. That was some news. Uh what else was there? Oh, there was some controversy. I'm not sure if controversy is the right term, but there was some talk over Who's the greatest Portland Trailblazer of all time? Clyde, right? Drexler? Yeah, I would say Clyde. I mean, some people are saying Bill Walton because they won a title with Bill Walton, right? Right. But Will, Bill Walton really only played like five good years, right? Three to five who's, good years. Who's the best Toronto Raptor in in in, in Toronto Raptor history? See, I would say it's probably like Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan, right? Probably Kyle Lowry. Because what about the guy who won them? The, what about the guy who won them the championship? Yeah, but he's not like nobody's thinking of Kawhi Leonard as a Toronto Raptor. He, he, people are but, thinking of him as a guy who played on Toronto Raptors for one year. Okay, well, but I guess that sort of takes takes out the uh, the Bill Walton argument then. But so. but Walton played multiple seasons there. Okay. Right? Like, didn't he play like five years? Something like that. So, like, that's a good amount of time, right? Like, I would say, like, three, you got to play good, like, high level for at least three years to be considered somebody who could be like, oh, this guy, like, won us a title. He's one of the best, you know? You know what I mean? I mean, at least to me. Like, 
Kawhi Leonard's not a fucking rapper. Okay, well, okay, well, but but then Dame also isn't the 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 best player in Portland Trail Blazer history because he took them to one conference final, one conference finals. That's it. Just yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not. He's not. I would say, like, it depends how you um, look at the question, right? So some people say, like, oh, to be the greatest ever in the sport or, or for a team. They say, like, they're looking at, like, greatest career playing for that team, uh-huh. right? Or do you look at it uh, – or do you say um, greatest, uh, like, ability to play the game, you know? Like, did they have the greatest career? Or do you look at it as, oh, was this the best player – to ever play okay. for them. Well, we would, you know, to be honest, I would like to, I would like to get somebody that's like a Portland trail, like Trailblazer fan, and ask them personally because, dude, to be honest, I, it ain't, it ain't Dame, it ain't Dame, and but, but you could say Dame is the greatest pure bat, like basketball. If you just look at it, the ability to play basketball, would you say Dame is better than Clyde Drexler? It just just this about- is eras then you get then you get then you start talking about like a eras eras debate and it's like who has time for all that it's it's not dame yeah, yeah. in this era like- it probably is dame me as a as as a guy that's like um like i'm not i'm not a i'm not a fan of uh, i mean i'm not like a like a, a diehard fan of the blazers i like brandon roy I remember Brandon Roy watching him for like a couple of seasons going toe to toe with Kobe, my personal favorite player of all time, my personal, like they battled, they went through battles. Like I didn't see Clyde. I didn't get to the, I didn't live through Clyde. Uh, Clyde. I didn't live through Bill Walton. You know what I mean? I didn't like, I lived through Damon. What I saw is like, eh, you're not as good as Steph. Yeah. I think like the, the debating who's the greatest and stuff. It's very difficult when you're going era 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 like looking through eras because sometimes like you're just like oh these guys just didn't have to play like sometimes the level of competition or the style of play is just changed so differently right and then the 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 biggest trump factor is like athleticism right like and so okay so moving on from that like check this out so okay let's say dame moves moves to the uh moves to the east okay Look at according to NBA uh, to NBA.com. Here are the offseason power rankings for the Eastern Conference. One Bucks, two Celtics, three 76ers, four. What what what, what side is this? Uh, if you look at the screen, I'm sharing I'm sharing it on the screen. It's NBA.com. These are the power rankings. So Miami's not even in the top five. Does it change? Do they do- like I don't know how the Knicks are up there? Hmm. Haters, according to NBA. Yeah, I don't know how the Knicks are up there in the top five. Okay, so uh, so let's say they get, let's say uh, Miami gets Dame. Do they bump okay. up the Knicks, or they do, or do they bump up the Cavaliers? They bump uh, up. The- uh, I think they like. Listen, why are people so sold on the Cavs? That team like it pissed down their leg in the playoffs to the Knicks. Okay. You don't so- think they're coming back with something to prove? I think so, but like, I don't think they're like. We don't need to go ahead and crown their ass. And they got and they got somebody with okay. Uh, I, I'm putting off metal. Okay, in, in I, I'm putting Bruce. I'm putting the Heat above the Sixers. Okay. Okay. The Sixers. Are, I'm putting Boston one, Milwaukee two, Heat three, Sixers four, and then five, probably the Cavs. I guess. Yeah. I agree with I agree with that. I don't know how th- they're disrespecting the Heat. The Heat are going to put that on their bulletin board. Well, the, the proverbial Heat bulletin bulletin board. The Heat sort of got rid of a lot of their team. Yeah, I know they got like nobody on the fucking squad. Like they, if this Dame trade doesn't go through, that team's like, like what? It, like at this point, the the trade has to happen because if you're like a fan of the Heat. Basically, you've basically geared up to basically have this guy on your team, right? Like, 
Yeah, I mean, if they don't get him, I mean, it's gonna happen. But it's just, and uh, the the NBA did 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 uh, send a memo, right? Did you hear about that memo that? They oh sent? yeah, yeah. Like yeah. oh, this is like you can't say that the Heat are the only team you would go to or something like that. Yeah, and then I think uh, uh, Damon and his and his representation released a statement saying that that they would give any team equal opportunity. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I I'd be pissed off at my agent. Like, dude, why 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 you say anything? Also, like, I mean, Dame's gonna play wherever he goes, you know. And the the Portland should just they need to do the best deal for them. Yeah, he's yeah. a super. Yeah, he is. So, if I can direct you to the screen, according to Bleacher Report, Ben Simmons as healthy as he has ever been since 2020, 2021 season. Do you believe in Ben Simo? Benny Simo. You know, I hope Ben Simmons comes back healthy because. Ben Simmons is a great player. He was a great player when he was mentally and physically able to play. But what I fear and what was evident, if you watch that Showtime thing on on him and his one year at LSU, is I don't think this guy really loves playing basketball. You know? He likes the lifestyle. Yeah, I mean, he's got the bag, right? Like, I don't think he likes playing basketball. And I think... um, like he's pretty much doing the bare minimum to play, but if his back flares up again, fifteen games in, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I think there's something going on with him mentally and emotionally. Not so much. I mean, I think I think the back thing is a real issue, but I, I think that guy. Um, I think he's sort of like just like you say, he just doesn't like playing basketball. If if, if you don't love playing basketball or doing any physical activity, the smallest physical ailment, you're going to check out. Well, I mean, uh, I'll bring it back to myself real quick. So so when I was in uh, when I was in elementary school, this is completely not not related, but sort of related. When I was in when I was in elementary school, public school, Latino community, hey, smartest kid in my school, man, smartest kid in my school, big, big dumbass school. Big fish in a small pond. As soon as I went to, as soon as I went to junior high, and I found out that there was other kids as smart as me and, or smarter than me, I checked out. Grades dipped, dipped, <laughs> because I couldn't handle the competition. I just couldn't handle. I just couldn't go anywhere and not be the the guy that was. Oh, this guy's the, the smart kid. This guy's a smart kid. Like I just, I, I, I just, I couldn't handle it. I totally started just. Failing all my classes, my confidence was gone. I didn't want to go to school. Like it just, I, I, I done. I think that's sort of what a case of what Ben Simmons says. It's just, it's a mental, mental, emotional thing. Hey, man. I mean, this guy was like an All NBA player, and then all of a sudden, like, just went to complete shit. Um, yeah, I, I think he's done. Like, I just don't think he he doesn't have the love for the game. And at this level, you can't just show up and play good basketball you have to be willing to train in the offseason you know like i think he likes to play basketball and hoop up but he doesn't like to like do the business of basketball you know right but um yeah like this was so predictable like the oh best shape i've ever been in you know this is the best shape i've ever been in even mikhail bridges is looking forward to it He's saying, hey, Ben Simmons is back, baby. Man, I'm kind of hoping to trade with. Dude, by by hook or by crook? Just because. (laughs) By hook or by crook? Because I don't want to see that guy waste away. And in other news, uh, so. No matter what, I think like the Phoenix Suns. I don't know if it's the owner. I don't know if it's James Jones, the 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 real general manager. I don't know if it's uh, Isaiah Thomas. I don't know if it's the owner, but they're addressing that not not having a center or like if uh, if uh, DeAndre Ayton shits the bed, free agent center 
Udoka Azabuke has agreed on a two-way contract with the Phoenix Suns. I saw that. I saw that. He was a, he was the twenty seventh overall pick to the to the Jazz in twenty twenty. So they're they're yeah. they're picking up all these like spare pieces, dude. I mean, that's what you got to do when you got four people that you're paying thirty plus million to, right? Like, there's no other option. It seems like they're really really doing well working like like within the margins. You know what I mean? Like they're. I mean, pay- they're doing what they they're doing what they can. You know, they got to do what yeah they got to get what's available to them. You know. So, another signings. Uh, Kendrick Nunn has agreed to return to the Lakers on a veterans minimum deal. God, I remember that guy was like two years ago. They were like, "Oh, this guy, this is the he's gonna he's gonna really help the Lakers." And now look at him, vet minimum. Nunn is done. How about how about this? How about this? So so according to NBA Central, some uh I guess uh somebody quoted Jimmy Butler or somebody quoted somebody in Jimmy Butler's camp saying that he could seek beyond Jalen Brown money on his next extension. How old is he gonna be? Like 33 or something? 34? Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Uh I heard a I heard a I heard a story on Instagram uh on like from a player that's kind of near and dear to your heart i i think this player is sort of near and dear to your heart all right karam butler uh yeah sort of sort of like i like on the clippers he has a fond memory of karam butler balling up on the on the clippers why what about karam butler well karam butler Karam Butler tried to hide his Mountain Dew addiction from Kobe Bryant. <laughs> he was addicted in 2000 from 2004 to 2005. He was addicted to Mountain Dew. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Said he would drink up to like six of them a day. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Like just looking at Karam Butler and like he looks like somebody who drink a lot of fucking soda. He said uh, he put two ice cubes and put the Mountain Dew in a Gatorade cup. And hey, 20 points every time. Buckets. I don't know. What's with the NBA players and like candy? Like a lot of them just like fucking chow down on candy and like sugary shit. It's a lot of athletes I, I've I've noticed. You know what it is? It's that it's that uh um it's that power lifters mentality. You know how some power lifters will just like the like these dummies that don't take care of their bodies just walk around with uh with sweets just yeah, like yeah. it's a form of energy because it's carbs. Well, who is the football player? Who is the football player that says that he eats like like three four bags of candies? Oh yeah yeah I forgot the same but yeah 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 oh DK Metcalf DK Metcalf DK Metcalf yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, dude, like, I would just feel like I would would feel terrible after doing that. I would just feel like, uh, but I'm I'm not a big like candy person. Like I don't eat a bunch of sweets. So, but. Right. But, but in, in that, in that fitness, in, in certain corners of the fitness world, uh, they definitely uh, use candy as a as a source of energy because hey, you're gonna burn it off. Well, look how hard you're working out. You're gonna burn it off. Doesn't matter. Yeah, like if you're a professional athlete, yeah, you're probably burning like eight thousand calories a day. Yeah, but the the average power lifter is probably burning like a four thousand, and they're eating three thousand of fucking candy. Yeah, and and but the- also like a lot of these NBA guys and athletes. They'll eat candy, but they won't eat like real food. They'll just like eat candy instead. You know, like like DK Metcalf, he's eating candy, and like that's pretty much it, right? Like he's not eating candy and like steaks and potatoes, right? You know, like powerlifters eating steaks and potatoes and candy. Yeah, and then also this just creates a bad habit as you get older because okay, yeah, you're you're downing six Mountain Dews a day while you're young and in shape, and then you you tear a, a an ACL or you tear your MCL or you you break a bone and you're sidelined. You still have that addiction to the sweets, but you're not burning as many calories. Well, there's a big thing that they found pretty much in like football is like guys who are workout warriors from when they're like 20 years old, 22, 23, you know? Uh-huh. 
what, they usually have longer careers because by the time they're 32, they've banked all this training, all this bone density, all this like muscle. They've banked it for 10 plus years, right? You can't start training once you hit 30. You know, you have to be training basically your whole career. Right. You know? Um, And like this, this has happened to a lot of like football players. They'll get to 30 and immediately fall off the cliff. And then you basically find out, oh, this guy never liked to work out or he never yes. liked to eat healthy. And now he's 30 years old and his athleticism is it's, everything's just gone. And you can't just start, oh, I'm going to start working out now at 30. Like, no, nah, like it's too late. You need to have started working out at 22, you know? Right. Well, I, there, there's been some stories about some NBA players where they, they run, they run as fast as they can because they don't, they, they don't like cardio. So they just want to get it out of the way. One way to do it. <laughs> but then there's some people that like, they love running and they'll go running for hours. Like, like uh, David Goggins. Gotta say hard. Stay hard. He was out <laughs> chopping wood or something. Dude, that that David Goggins took a picture with like six other dudes, and there was like like those like six other dudes. Five of them were, and they were pretty good shape. But the guy who was like in the worst shape, they they uh, which he still would be in good shape, but compared to Goggins, terrible shape. They they stood him right next to David Goggins. Oh, oh man, I felt so bad for that dude. Dude, took, took, had to take one on the chin right there. Oh, nine yeah. hours nine hours ago. Did you hear about Mark Jackson? Oh yeah, you got fired. You got let go. Damn. So we're going with uh, Doris Burke and Doc Rivers, the prime crew. Ugh. You know, I I you didn't do, I, I didn't like Mark Jackson as much. I wasn't a Mark Jackson fan. Gundy, Mama, there goes that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there he goes to the unemployment line. Especially with him leaving Jokic out of the out of the like his uh, MVP ballot, he didn't vote for him. But my biggest like issue with him is like he sucked, and then Jeff Van Gundy would just complain all the fucking time. Like that's all he would do is just complain about everything. I'm like, dude, just stop fucking complaining, dude. Like, we get it, man. You your era was so tough, man. So tough. Like. Like, all right, like, calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would, he would. I'm glad to see him go too. Like, do you want to? Do you want to get into our game, our classic right. game? Yeah, yeah. So lead it in, lead it in. You picked this one. I did pick this one. I thought it was gonna be. A, I thought it was gonna. You know, I mean, the game was okay. I thought it was gonna be a better. Looking back at history, I thought it was gonna be a better, better, better run for the for the Thunder. So this game was the Memphis Grizzlies versus the Oklahoma City Thunder uh, in the semi, the Western Conference semifinals. Game one. Memphis was the fifth seed, and uh, and the Thunder were the first seed. Yep, sixty wins, sixty wins. Really good team. Really good team. And uh, so the the Grizzlies had just come off a six game series, uh, beating the Clippers, the Lob City Clippers. Man, another another shameful playoff loss for the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. And the Thunder had just come off of a grueling six game series, also versus the 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 Houston Hardens. I guess a former former teammate. And and so this is game one, and I was like, okay, yeah, good, hell yeah, the uh, uh, Kevin Durant's gonna come in kicking ass. Uh, he scored thirty five points. That's what that's what it was called on on the on the YouTube title. I mean, he scored thirty five points, but he was the only one out there doing anything. Westbrook Westbrook was out. He had gotten he had gotten injured since the since the uh, since the second game. Of the of the Houston series, it was out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a meniscus injury, right? Yeah. Yep. And so, okay, so the Thunder took Game One. I think it was ninety ninety three to 
Huh? I have it here. I have it here. It was 93 to 91, Oklahoma City Thunder. And boy, was this game a lot of perimeter defense. The game, the game, the first quarter was like six, oh my god 14 <laughs> okay here i have i have some notes here i i wrote some notes down okay all right so let's go to the notes all right so westbrook's out right westbrook's Both out teams were terrible early i think okc went three for 12 to start the game okay yes they yeah uh, yes they didn't score until the uh until the seven the the seven minute mark, yeah, it, it was of the first quarter. So five minutes of no scoring. Yeah, yeah, it it was just god awful. And and the first and the first uh the first points for Oklahoma City, uh, were free throws, for from Serge Ibaka. Oh, how bad Serge Ibaka started off the game, complete trash. Right, like terrible. He, Terrible airball the first shot of the game, right? And he's a champion, right? Yeah, uh, I think so. Well, uh, yeah, Toronto. No, yeah, Toronto, yeah. No, but yeah. I mean, when we, I mean, when we get to our segment, would they or wouldn't they play in in today's NBA? Oh man, there's going to be a lot of no's. A lot of yeah, a lot of questionable ones here. Oh my god, dude! So. And then uh, Kevin Durant was having sort of a, I mean, but he has these games, dude. He's, I mean, in the first quarter he scored the, so they, they, they scored 14 points and he scored like the last like 18 points for the Oklahoma city thunder, just eight points. And then in the second quarter, he only shot once. Yeah. It was a weird game. Like they just couldn't like, it started off really poorly for both teams. And like you knew that okay for this Grizzlies team to win uh -huh. they had to take advantage of that and they just didn't they just couldn't they couldn't uh so I knew it was going bad and I knew the game was going just as bad as the first quarter because uh after the first quarter they interviewed Scotty don't uh, Scott don't call me Scotty Brooks they they interviewed him right before the second quarter, and they were like, "Oh, how do you feel about you know the 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 slow start that you guys uh, got off to?" And he was like, "Well, I told the team we're doing okay because we're they're not making us miss shots. We're just missing shots that we can make. So just keep shooting." And they did. They still didn't make them throughout the whole. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was it was bad. It was. It was so ridiculous. And um, I was watching. I was like, what am I even watching at this point? Like, what are these guys doing? Um, without Westbrook on this team, basically, nobody could get it going. Like, yeah. They were saying he was, he's good. Like, he was averaging like 24 points, six rebounds, all that stuff. So, but he was like the main facilitator, right? So, yes. like, without him on the team, the there was nobody really to get the offense going. And like Durant's not a facilitator. He's not really a guy who's going to like be great in that role. Right. I mean, so. Uh, Derek Fisher, Derek Fisher. He, uh, I don't know, man. We said that he couldn't play in. And I mean, he couldn't play in today's NBA, but he was, he was good for, I mean, he was a veteran on that team, dude. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of – he was like sort of in that Ray Allen role of just like captain shoot, baby, making clutch shots. He made he made a couple of clutch threes. And then um, one of the guys that they traded uh, uh, James Harden for, Kevin Martin, he went out for 25 points. Dude, Kevin Martin – like I remember him. I was like, dude, this guy's supposed to be a dude. Why wasn't why wasn't he more of a dude? He just didn't have it. Like it, it, in most games, like he just couldn't put it together. Okay. Was he uh was he uh I'm out to get mine kind of guy? Like just I'm out to get my points, like not really uh like a passer or anything like that, like not like not a good team guy. What the hell was it? I mean, I just don't I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, he was a bucket getter for sure. 
that was kind of like his main thing. Uh huh. But like he um he kind of like I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Like he he was just like a scorer. That's it. And if the shot wasn't on or something like that, like it just wasn't like it just wasn't going to happen for him, you know. And that was pretty much all to his game. That's why Kevin Martin, like, I remember when he was on, like, was he on, like, Sacramento, right? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. He was supposed to be, like, this guy. Oh, like, this could be a 30-point score or whatever. But he wasn't really that good of a score. He was, like, a pretty good score, but not, like, an epic score or anything. Yeah. Um. Any other players? Uh. Anything else stand out to you? Yeah, yeah. Let me... Let me pull the notes here. So I guess he did he finish okay, he finished his career with uh with the Spurs. He so after after the Thunder, he went to the T Wolves for uh for three years. So 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 I wrote in here, so so after the first quarter was just completely um trash, right? You had um Bayless come in. Um you had Bayless come in and really make some key buckets for Memphis. Okay. He he really showed up. Right. Uh, when they, he was hitting some jumpers, right? This also, like, when I saw, I'm like, oh, Westbrook is out. This should have been a game. This should have been a Mike Conley game. Right? Like, this is a game that if Mike Conley's a superstar, he would dominate this game. Right. Because he's going against fucking who's he going against Reggie Jackson and shit, you know? Oh yeah, Reggie Jackson. Like he should just dominate this game, right? But he didn't, you know. And he was pretty like meh. I mean, for I mean, I don't know. I mean, twenty six points. I don't know if you call that meh. He didn't get twenty six points. It says twenty six points. No, I think he got like thirteen points. Oh, I'm looking at game two. Yeah, yeah, game. In game one, he had. God, I keep on. Damn these fat fingers! I'll tell you right now, he had. Yeah, thirteen points. Yeah, like no Westbrook. This is a game you should dominate, right? Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like and. But what do you, I mean? What do you think, though? I mean, pretty lackluster performance by him. But what do you think? I mean, it's like I think they were a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, but like OKC comes out, they're the number one seed. They Dude, struggled right off the bat. They didn't. Right? Nobody, nobody was like they didn't have anybody to score for them. Yeah, nobody. Nobody. Look at the, look at the guys that they had on the team, like dude Kendrick Perkins, uh, Thabo Cephalosha. Uh, uh, but 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 what's uh we just we we're just talking about him uh Ibaka yeah Ibaka like all those it, dudes all those dudes can't score yeah it it should have been a this should have been a game where um uh Mike Connolly should have just dominated this game right he should have dominated this game he didn't he was a very average game. Okay, and, and Mike Conley's not like a rookie at this point. He got drafted in 08, right? So he right. should be in his prime, right? Didn't dominate. Um, after first quarter, Memphis is up two. They feel like they should be up like by a million. Two minutes into the second, OKC is five for 27 at this point in the game. Okay, just god-awful shooting. Um. But then Martin in the second quarter showed up big time. Okay, in the second quarter, Kevin Martin showed up big time in the second quarter. At halftime, I believe uh, Grizzlies are still up uh, by two. But Martin was the leading scorer for the for OKC at halftime. Yeah. So Kevin Martin really showed up at halftime. Save 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 their ass in the second. All right. Then we go into the third quarter and the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies make a big run in the third quarter. They went up by 12, I think. Yeah, they go up by 12. I think at the end of the fourth, they're only up by they're up by one. 
Or, uh, sorry, they're up by nine. They're up by nine. Okay, Martin's getting to the line at this point. Um, but like the Memphis Grizzlies look like they're just Zebo and Gasol are just out playing Perkins and Ibaka. Oh, big you know? time! Yeah, yeah, they were just they were out playing them. Um, and then we go into the fourth, and you get a big three pointer late in the fourth from Fisher. Hell right? yeah! Um, this is where the I felt like in the fourth quarter, the lack of athleticism by Zebo really hurt the Grizzlies because he had like two or three shots blocked. By one right of them, by KD, by, right? Yeah, by KD, by Ibaka, right next to the hoop. And it was basically because he couldn't elevate high enough to just dump the ball. How old get was Zebo at that age? I mean, at that in that year. Uh, let's see here. Was this 2013? Yes. Yeah, like I think the lack of athleticism at that point really was like I mean, he never really was a great athlete. No, but, he no, never really could like he wasn't really uh a leap. So at thirteen, he was thirty one. So he still should be like he made the all star game, uh, all star team that year, you know. Um but I think his lack of athleticism really hurt him because at the end of the game, they just needed him to finish some of these buckets close to the rim. And he just didn't had no elevation, zero elevation. Um, you get a late bucket by Gasol to put Memphis up by one. Um, and then the next two buckets are basically just KD getting two buckets and gets the dagger with like four seconds left, right? And then nice. you get you get an all-time bozo play. Uh, terrible play by Conley. He oh, what, turns the ball yeah, over. Turns the ball over out of bounds. Three seconds left. He got, like he like he dove for the ball. He got it in bounds, but then with his other hand, he he touched the. Uh, he went out of bounds with his other hand. Yeah, and then he still tried to call timeout. Yeah, I mean it was a great play by the defender. Uh, who's that defender? Um, Cephalosha, to try to deflect the ball. Conley goes to dive on it. He dives on it, but he's out of bounds and OKC gets the ball. They're up by one. They hit two free throws and that's basically the game. Dude, did you see a few? Um, 93, what was it? 93, 90? It was like one, it, like I think the the, thun, the Thunder were down by like one and they were, they were inbounding the ball from the sideline. The Thunder were. KD throws it to Ke- Kendrick Perkins and he throws it away. Oh yeah, like Parkins was completely useless at this point. Like he was so that, bad. That's why when he's on ESPN talking all this mess, I'm just like, dude, you suck. Like, listen, did the Boston lose the title because Perkins was hurt in game seven? Probably because like nobody could get a fucking rebound, right? Um, but still, like, you're not you're not that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. So the Thunder win this game. KD saves their ass. And then and then and then what happens the rest of the series? Actually, I don't remember the rest of the series. I didn't even look it. It got up. swept. The The Thunder got swept after this. I thought this didn't the Thunder go to the final. Oh no, no, no. This was 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, with no with no Westbrook, it was going to be tough to really compete, you know, in this series. But, like, this Memphis team, this was a game where I'm like, man, I remember this Memphis team better in my head than when I watched them. And I'm like, God, I don't know. Like, I remember this grit and grind Memphis team being like, oh, I love this team. This team's a lot of, like... Tony Allen? Huh? Yeah, this seems cool. But, like, then I watched them play, and I'm like, I don't know. This team is kind of whack. Like... This team was a little whack. Like and also, this... I I remember Mike Conley being better than. Uh, I don't know if he was. I don't know if he was better than this. He was like a Van Vliet type, where it's like, dude, he's a, he's really good at his position, reliable, steady, just a consummate professional. I don't think he ever wowed anybody. Just a good, just a really good, solid point guard. 
Um, but yeah, after that, the uh, Grizzlies won game two, game three, game four, and game five. They would go on to play the San Antonio Spurs, and then the Spurs would go on and lose to your buddy, LeBron James. The GOAT. Um, yeah, just an overall... Um, I, I know just an overall slog of a game. Yeah, just not. I mean, Westbrook not being there really hurt. You know, they, but yeah, just the, so some of the things that I noticed. Um, I even think so. So a lot of a lot of Durant's blemishes, as as well as like just what a great player he is and uh, was and is, dude. Just the those like hezzy bow jumpers and like the fadeaways and do just like when he would like, uh, uh, like lure the, the defender into fouling him with that swing that he does, uh, dude, just, just Kevin Durant was like everything except for his passing was like fully formed. The, the, the thing was like, I would say like he wasn't attacking the rim. Like that he heavily. Play, he did play down low a little bit more. He doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. He'll go to the post. He went to the post, but he wasn't like, oh, I'm going to go downhill and like yeah, try to get him. No. Uh, but I, I and I guess maybe against Debo and Gasol, you're just not going to do that because right. Gasol was like a uh, defensive player of the year level at that yeah. point. I mean, it probably should have gone to LeBron that year, but. Okay. You know. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, um, but. Like I think I think a lot of that Westbrook like toxic locker room bullshit had like probably and plus a lot like Durant not being a vocal leader I just think I don't even think a lot of his teammates believed in him like Westbrook is the man Westbrook is the leader like yeah yeah I mean Westbrook there was has where Durant would be open waving give me the ball and they wouldn't give it to him it was Kevin Martin let me cook Reggie Jackson let me cook. Yeah, like, like playing with, so Durant has played with Russell Russell Westbrook, Kyrie Irving, and Steph Curry. Okay, mm-hmm. and it seems like the one he, like he didn't. It seemed like him and Russ kind of ran their course. Uh huh. But, like the crazy thing is, like he couldn't like stick around with Steph longer than he you know did, you know, um. That's the crazy part, you know. Like a lot to do with Draymond. Yeah, yeah, a lot to do with Draymond. But um, man, he's played with like three, three of like some of the best point guards ever, right? Like that's kind of crazy. And now he's gonna play with Chris Paul. And 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 dude, and with Chris, with that, Steph is gonna play with Chris Paul? No, Durant. Uh, Oh no, no, sorry, sorry. He did play with Chris Paul. Good lord. He already played with Chris Paul, you know, yeah, like he played with Chris Paul, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, dude, I'll even admit it. I'll even admit it. He he's never been able to carry a team. He's just, yeah, not, like, he's just, just not built like that. Yeah, I think his game. It's just like, yeah, if he's like your bona fide number one player, I don't like. I don't think you're gonna win the championship. He, he's know? not like, making anybody better. Yeah, he doesn't make anybody better. He's a great bucket getter, but he's just not a like he's not going to elevate his teammates. Like his teammates are going to stand and watch. Right. Watch he needs play. somebody. He needs somebody to elevate, like to elevate him. Yeah. yeah and elevate yeah. other people around him. But he's a great. He's like a great cheat code to have on your team. But he's not. He's not going to rally the team together. Yeah. Like you. Yeah. Like. But I just, I just really like watching him play, dude. I'm like, like the well, way, bless, bless. Uh, but the way that he would just like, dude, just go around screens and and just, uh, man, just pull up for the jumper. It's so beautiful, he, dude. It's easy money sniper, baby. Oh my god! Just even that little the shimmy he does at the free throw line. Just dude, he's so like he's locked in to who he is and what he could do. Like he's optimized what he does and he just does it. Like, I don't see, I don't see how other than passing, I don't see how his game. I thought he was, I thought he was going for like 50 in this game. You know, when I saw it, I'm like 35 and 15 and I'm watching the game. I'm like, ah, this is how 35 and 15 won this game. Like the fucking, 
Memphis couldn't hit a shot to save their lives. You see, you see how he plays, how he played then, and you see how he plays now, and it's like, yeah, this, it's the same. Like it's, oh it, yeah, it's exactly the same. He, he oh my play. god, yeah, it, it, there's no difference really. And you see why, like he 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 missed those 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 uh like he misses those shots and he misses the same shots all the time like like and you see why like his foot can be on the line like in that in that Milwaukee game it's like oh my god like these are shots that he normally misses but he made it but it's always something just that this is why he's my favorite player that's honestly what saved me. like I, I i understand the game was boring yeah the, well the first the first two quarters were pretty rough yeah. After that, uh, after that, it was all right. It wasn't too bad. But um, the after halftime, it got a little better. But through half, it was um, it was it was rough. I would say, okay, here's a big take takeaway. Okay, big takeaway here. Lionel Hollins, I would have zero faith in that guy as a coach. Like that dude looks like he looks like he was like a mannequin that they put in as a coach, right? Like. Uh, I was like, "Is this guy alive right now?" He, he like he would just say generic shit to his team. He looks like he runs a funeral home. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like, <laughs> oh, I was like, "How is this guy the coach?" You know? Yeah. Oh my god! That was even cool. even somebody like Scott Brooks, he, dude, he had like he had a face of, "This isn't going well." Fuck, fuck it, I don't know what to do. Like, you just you know when a guy just when you see it in his face, just doesn't have the yeah, eye yeah. Of the tiger. Yeah. Poor coaching. Um, Another thing, okay, so they were talking about it in the broadcast about how um, Memphis needed to reduce the cost of the team. The new owner had just bought them, okay? The new owner was like 30 years old or something like that, bought the Memphis, need to reduce the cost of the team, and traded away uh, Rudy Gay, okay? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, if they had Rudy Gay in this in this matchup, it's all, like – it's not even close, right? Like this game's a blowout. Oh right? yeah, you just had one um, athletic player. Yeah, like like Rudy Gay. I mean, I remember going to actually, it might have been the it might have been 2012 2013. I remember against the Clippers, I went to a playoff game, and Rudy Gay takes a shot at the free throw line, the last shot of the game. It goes in and out. I mean, the Clippers win, but like. It was almost a Memphis victory. Like Rudy Gay was balling up, um, killing the Clippers. Um, but yeah, like, um, it, it, and I, I thought that was interesting because nowadays when an owner buys a team, he's like spending all the money he can, right? Like, he's not saving any money. Balmer, the guy in uh, in in Phoenix. Phoenix. Um, yeah, like these guys are not. They're not like, oh, we bought the team. I gotta, I gotta pinch some pennies here. No, Bro. they're like spending every cent they have, right? Quick, so, quick, so that was interesting. Quick question before we get into would they or wouldn't they be able to play in the NBA of today? Um, what team? What squad is beating what squad? Uh, this Oklahoma City Thunder team, as construct as as it was constructed in 2013. I'll even give them Westbrook. Or the one right now, the one with Shea and the and the and the Jay Wills and the Josh Giddies. Um who just one game. No, yes, one game. So this this Oklahoma City team versus the current one. Yes. Is Westbrook playing or Westbrook is out? Damn it. I wanna say but no, you know what? Let's take him out. If Westbrook is out, uh oh man, that's tough. <laughs> this one I, is more athletic, dude. The the one that's currently constructed right now, the present one. I might say I might say this one. Oh the the the, the tw- 2013. Oh, you you're picking that one? Yeah, I think they just got more veterans. Like they've been there before, okay. you know. I I don't think, um, yeah, I, I don't think, uh, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think this the the current Oklahoma City team has the uh, the proper metal. 
not even not even with Chet and uh and what's the uh No, they just haven't played long enough, you know? Yeah, I like know. I know. Oh. So uh so would they won't they? Could they couldn't they? I mean they could, but I, I don't think no, they would. No, our segment could they couldn't they? All right, all right. So let's pull up the roster here. Let's start with uh with the Grizz. All right, let's start with the Grizz. All right, so Marcus Ole, I'd say yes. Yes. Mike Conley, yes, he's yes. still playing. Zach, okay, Zach Randall, this one's tough. I would say yes. He's coming yeah. off the bench, though. He, I mean, if there if there's room somewhere in the league for a Boogie Cousins, I think Zach Randolph is a better version of Boogie Cousins. People just don't want to play with Boogie. Yeah, I, I, Zach Randolph is a slower, worse shooting Julius Randall. That's what he. That's what he was to me. Okay. Okay. Dude, okay. So Zebo doesn't shoot. He didn't shoot. He doesn't shoot threes. Okay. Right. And he shot 43, 44% in this game. How do you shoot 44% when you don't shoot threes? And you're a low post player. That's pretty poor. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you leave him out then. Yeah, I'm going to say bench player. He's a bench player. He's Tayshaun. in the league. Tayshaun Prince, yeah. Like there's, a, there's a place in the league for this, I used to this I used kind of player. To like a lot, man. Even when he was on the, on the piss. Uh, Tony Allen. Ugh. Um... I guess if Dylan Brooks is in the league, Tony Allen's probably uh, in the league. Quincy Pondexter. Uh, uh, sh- yeah, sure. He's just a three-point specialist. Just come out there and shoot. Sure. He's yeah. he's the last man on the roster. He's like a Steve McKaylock or something like that. <laughs> Jared Bayless. Yeah, he's playing. All right. This is where it gets murky, probably. Daryl Arthur. Darrell, dude, Darrell Arthur. I, oh man, I love playing with Darrell Arthur. He was like he was like a two K cheat code. Um, dude, off the bench, but I would say no, no. Keon Dooling, no. Austin Day, dude. Austin Day was like a first round pick, right? Was he like first overall or something? Let's see, Austin Day from Irvine, California, baby. Hey, baby. Um, what was this guy drafted? Yeah, 15th pick overall by the Pistons. Um, Day, no. No one day. Ed Davis. Tony Roden. Dude, I remember Tony Roden. I like Tony Roden. But all the guys who didn't play then, they won't play now. Nope. Tony Roden. Love Tony Roden. Okay, starters for the OKC. Thunder. Uh, All right, let's go. Kevin Durant, yes. Yes, yes. Mark. Perk, like, no. He plays every night in my dreams, man. Can hey, Perk, no way. Perkins was one for six in this game. Just goddamn. He only got seven rebounds. Dude, the guy was so dude, trash. And there. that guy, dude, I mean, nothing to do with basketball ability, but he looked like he got like a facelift. His face was so shiny. Oh, my God. That guy was so bad. Um, Reggie Jackson. Uh, Yeah. He's playing now. Should he, though? Uh, I mean, he got a new deal from Denver, right? Didn't he get like this brand new? Well, Denver's trying to retain assets. We're just talking about that. They, they let go of Brucey e. B. Um, Ibaka, yeah, I think Ibaka, like really? if he was, he would be a small ball center. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Buffalo show, yeah. There's a place for him. Kevin Martin, yes. Yeah, there's a place for him. Deep fish. If we said no before, I'm saying no again. All right. Nick. Uh, also, like, how bad is Mike Conley in this game that D Fish is a plus 14? Like, dude, you should have cooked this guy. Veteran. Uh, Nick Collison, no. DeAndre Liggins, no. Hashim beat. Definitely not. No. Ronnie, Ronnie Brewer. Oh man, Ronnie Brewer. Remember him? Oh my God. What a what a what a memory. So this one's not bad. Like, you know, from 10 years ago, most of these guys could still play. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Like, uh, it's interesting watching these games. Uh, let me pick the next one. Let me pick the next one. 
All right, buddy. So you'll send me the link. Hey, I'll send you the link. I'll send you a link. Let's uh, let me pull it up here. And uh, after uh, after after we stop recording, I do I do want to ask you something, off off mic, off air. Oh, oh, controversial. No, just it, it, I mean it may be disrespectful, and it has nothing to do with basketball. But all right, all right, that's fine. All right. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? What kind of game? I think I'm going. I'm going further back. Okay. Oh man. Clyde Drexler. Uh. Do I want to do this to myself? Let me look for. I think I'm going to do this to myself. Okay. I'm gonna do this to myself. I'm not gonna be happy with it, but I'm gonna look for a Derrick Rose game. Ah, I had a feeling, and because I, I kind of just want to see what could have been. What, what I just want to, I want to take a trip down memory lane. You know, should we do a WNBA game? Christ, man. <laughs> Uh, a, a Lisa Leslie game. Uh, Cheryl Miller. Cheryl Miller. A Brittany Griner one, huh? I'll do a Russian Brittany Griner. I mean, only, I would only do a Russian one. <laughs> Her in the yard, just playing pickup. Just playing pickup with some, just hooping. Just hooping with uh, nah. Vladimir Rodmanovich or something. Listen, like I'm sure she's going through it emotionally, mentally, but she's not even playing for the for whatever team she like saved her, rescued her, because she had to. She's dealing with something like mentally and emotionally. She's not even playing for the team that. All right, I picked one. Rose hits a buzzer beater against the Cavs. Send me the link, baby. All right. I was looking for the Christmas Day one. I think uh, he beat a. He hits a buzzer beater against uh, the Lakers. Let me see if I can find that run. Find that one. After this KD, after this KD game, be prepared. We may go on a KD run. Oh God! Now is this a Derrick Rose when he was on the on the Wolves, or is this a one where he's on the Bulls? On the on the on the Bulls. <laughs> I know. No, no. So this is a different. Uh, Derek Rose cooks uh, Derek Fisher, and he gets a fucking game winner. Okay. In in L.A. on uh, on Christmas, but that's not the game we're watching. But anyway, so it's it, this is a uh, versus the Cavs. Okay, send me the. Yep. Done. All righty. Got it. Yes. All right, man. All right. Post game pod. We out, fam. Post game pod out. All right. Out.